Hi, Bother Brigade. Here's what's bothering me today. Bo of the Fifth Column recently did a video talking about the post-Christian church. Now, I know that many of you are here basically because Bo told you to be here, so I'm sure you've probably seen it, but for those who haven't, go check it out on his channel. It's only from like two days ago. And so that's what we're going to talk a little bit about today. I especially want to talk about what he, I guess, kind of argues near the end about how it's a post-Christian church or a post-Christianity church, with the church being an organization of people with power and preaching about Jesus and trying to get converts to follow the word of Jesus. Now, I'm not going to go into all the nitty gritty about different like religions and stuff. I got plenty of IRL Catholic friends to talk about with that. But what I want to focus on is that general idea he has about a post-Christian or a post-Christianity church, because what a lot of people are preaching, especially in the pews of America, aren't exactly Christ-like ideals. But again, I want people to actually watch his video and just do that. So I'm not going to rehash all that stuff. But basically, just keep in mind that there's a lot of hypocrisy involved from the American right. So as an example, oh, uh, love thy neighbor as yourself, unless they happen to be very different in terms of faith or class or, you know, if they're across the other imaginary line in the sand that we call a border, you know, stuff like that, right? And preaching a lot of hate and vitriol rather than love. And he calls this a post-Christian or post-Christianity church. In that sense, I disagree. How I would qualify this is that it's the Americanization of Christianity. The religious history of America is a long and fascinating and also objectively terrifying thing, which we do not have time for right now. But basically, it has always been intrinsic to the American cultural mindset, starting, of course, with the Puritans. There was also the, uh, I think it was called the Great Awakening or the Great Revival or something like that, where I think in the 1700s or the early 1800s, there was this kind of new spiritual rejuvenation, and it's part of what led to an even bigger sense of being religious in America than we had seen previously up until that point in time, thanks to the Enlightenment. But here's what I mean when I talk about the Americanization of Christianity. Christianity, at its core, is actually a really fascinating and radical thing. Nowhere really else that I can think of other than, you know, Buddhism or Jainism, for any of you who actually know what Jainism is, no other religion has kind of come close to having this, at least in terms of the spirit of it, this radical notion of the poor and the lowest among us are worthwhile and noble and loved. Again, I am not Christian. I never have been. And I thank my parents for not actually making me follow after their religious teachings or beliefs. I'm very much appreciative of that. However, I find that the core message, right? Like, let's just look at 
what the original start of the story of Christianity is. It is the birth of Jesus, born in a manger, a spot for animals to feed in a barn because no one would take them in. His mother, a maid, as she and her husband Joseph fled persecution from King Herod's tyranny, all while, you know, Jesus is supposedly the son of God. And three wise men follow and bring gifts and see that this young babe in a manger cast aside by society writ large, these three wise men recognize that he is king of all. The son of a maid, born in abject poverty, fleeing persecution. That is so incredibly radical. So it begs the question that for all the talk of, oh, we love Jesus and a story, oh, I carry Jesus in my heart. It's amazing how many people don't actually practice that message and truly internalize the origin story of Jesus within the broader American context. And so that's what I kind of want to touch on, even though I know I'm sure this video is already getting kind of long. That's how I would differentiate this. It's not that it's post-Christianity, it's that we are seeing the logical endpoint of a hyper-capitalist society that is America, basically Americanizing Christianity and thereby creating its own unique and arguably grotesque version. Because again, the stuff that Bo brings up in that video, he's not wrong. It's a very accurate statement about how, you know, they're talking about love and Jesus and all that, yet they are just constantly denigrating other people. It's really messed up because that is what the American kind of culture in terms of the conservative counterculture has been pushing for for generations. It is always in opposition to what the other side, you know, the left, the Democrats, or sorry, demon rats are doing. That's why we need to put Jesus back in churches, even though the original founding document, which I absolutely love, says there should be a clear separation of church and state. Oh, you know, um, I know uh, we should talk about love and acceptance and kind of, you know, love the sinner, hate the sin kind of thing. But um, I am going to absolutely chomp at the bit to shout at anyone who needs an abortion and tell gay people that they're going to very much burn in hell, but Jesus is totally going to want to party with me in the afterlife. Like all that stuff, right? That's the problem because it is identified by a conservative counterculture and conservatives tend to also be religious. And so there's just a kind of natural flow between those aspects, which results in the Americanization, rather the conservative Americanization of Christianity. Now, of course, this isn't writ large. I know plenty of like progressive and left-wing Christians because that's how they interpret the Bible and Jesus's message and teachings as a whole. However, in, ter in terms of like this really large movement, it is worth remembering that the Southern Baptist Church, officially the Southern Baptist Convention, is the second largest denomination of Christianity in America behind Catholics, and it is the largest by far Protestant denomination in America. 
So when you're also trying to, in the in the sort of sense of a conservative counterculture motion of, oh, they're criticizing America. That's why we must really love America and all that America does. So imperialism, good, actually. Capitalism, good, actually. Never mind the quotes about, you know, needles and camels and all that. And, you know, it's uh, the, the other side is very bad. And so, you know, they will be punished. We will be saved because we're good Christians, right? Because we're good Christians. Preacher says so, and I also must be a good American. And these two things are intertwined. So says the preacher at the pulpit. So says my community, which happens to be very conservative and probably Southern Baptist, etc., etc. So all these different elements of culture and society, especially on the right and within conservative circles, overlap. And so the result is over time, right? Like you, you never sort of wake up one day and realize, oh, wait, this is completely different religion now. But over the many generations, this has been the logical procedure for where things started and how conservatives tend to view themselves in relation to other parts of American culture and society. The result, unfortunately, is an Americanization of Christianity that in no way resembles the core message. If so many Americans actually took the message as I learned it from my mom and my dad, my dad is still religious, my mom is not, I kind of turned her into an atheist, but they came from religious backgrounds and very much believed in God and the messages of Christ. My dad still very much believes in that. And so, you know, that naturally kind of came off, you know, it rubbed off on me as well about being kind, you know, taking care of your neighbors, um, striving to learn and, you know, deal with people, you know, be the bigger person, turn the other cheek. You got to help people. You, we got to support each other. Wealth isn't actually that important, etc., etc. But when I look at, you know, the broader evangelical movement in America, I see mega churches and money seeds and executive jets and people rallying around adulterers and pedophiles and saying, oh no, but they're good. They're, you know, good Christian, just like me. These are all fake allegations by the demon rats or something like it is so incredibly over the top and counter to what I, again, an atheist internalized due to having religious parents, at least in the earlier days of my life. That is a completely different message than the one that I'm seeing a lot of people internalize south of the border. And the message that they're internalizing is simultaneously a part of American cultural propaganda, if you want to call it that. It's the kind that says the other side is bad, so you've got to double down on whatever they're you know, saying or doing, but in the opposite or in reverse, right? So we need more Jesus in schools. Capitalism, good, actually. Imperialism, good, actually. It's a modern day crusade against Muslims, etc., etc. This, I cannot call it a post-Christian church. I can only naturally call it the Americanization of Christianity. And as far as I can tell, I'm the only one who's kind of talking about this or thinking about this. And that is what's bothering me today.